This is Airwaves by Aviation Trader, your complete aviation marketplace, with your hosts, Steve Vischer and Graham McCarran. Well, hi everyone, and welcome to Airwaves, the new podcast for Aviation Trader magazine. My name is Steve Vischer, and I'll tell you what, it's been a few years since I've said this, but welcome to my co-host, Grant McCarran. Grant, are you there? Yeah, I'm here, mate. I'm here. It's been a while, but we've dusted off the gear, and we're back on the airwaves with Airwaves. What a uh, fitting name that is. Yeah, it's, it's great to be back here, podcast. I'll tell you what, talk about uh, checking out all the gear. What does this button do here? I actually oh, I won't don't press touch that. that. No, I won't touch that. Uh, it's the old routine, Grant. We're getting the band back together. <laughs> Isn't that the case, mate? Uh, the, the people thought, oh, we're not going to hear from Grant and Steve again. We sort of pod-faded on the plane crazy down Underworld. Uh, but that's served its purpose. It's it's had a life. It's archived. It's on the internet. People can hear that forever, uh, so long as I keep paying the hosting fees. But, uh, yeah, mate, uh, we're, we're going to give it another whirl, aren't we? Yeah, we sure are, and uh, it, it's great to be back. And we took, a, as Grant said, a couple of years hiatus from our old show at Playing Crazy Down Under, and um, there's a lot of evergreen content there that we're actually going to run on this channel here at uh, Aviation Trader. So I uh, look forward to that. There's there's some great stories. One of the things we found uh, through our 10-year journey, really, uh, you know, pioneering aviation podcasting here in our part of the world, was that there's so many great stories to tell. And uh, Grant... Yes, there's all the high-profile people, of course, which we'll be talking to once again and catching up with a lot of those people. But uh, right down to your grassroots aviator, uh, we found that uh, there's people that have got all sorts of great aviation stories to tell. There's uh, people all over the place, uh, from somebody who just decided one day to go out and learn to fly, and uh, or even some people who self-taught them themselves. Uh, we've run into a couple of folks who started with ultralights and taught themselves and then managed to survive and went on to learn properly. So, uh, yeah, all the way up to uh, people flying airliners, uh, people running businesses, and uh, so on. And speaking of businesses, mate, we've got someone to have a chat with. We sure do, mate. In fact, Aviation Trader has been around uh, for many, many years. It's the most well-established brand here in our part of the world uh, for, uh, you know, obviously uh, selling aircraft and putting ads up. And, uh, you know, they're moving on into all sorts of uh, new things. So to talk about that, uh, we've got the business manager from the magazine on the line, Tony Shaw. And Tony, in welcoming you, uh, perhaps you could take us through a little bit of the history of uh, Aviation Trader. And then we can go on to talking about uh, where we're looking at going in the future. Yeah, for sure, yeah. Look, we've been we've been in business since 1988, which is um, more than 30 years now. Um, started off as an idea that Kevin Gosling had, uh, who was involved with Bell Helicopters, um, and as such, got quite a strong connection with the aviation industry. Realised that there was something missing, um, as he perceived it uh, in those days, and that was uh, connecting, like a simple proposition, connecting buyers with sellers. There wasn't actually a publication that would do that um, as effectively as he wanted to do it. He looked at uh, Trader Plane over in the US, decided that he would model Aviation Trader based on that concept because that had been quite successful. And um, off his own bat, and after having um, left Bell with uh, no job in hand, he decided to uh, head off to the Bicentennial Air Show at Richmond, produce 20,000 copies of a uh, concept edition of Aviation Trader, uh, with a handful of uh, what we call legacy, or, or what we call foundation, actually foundation advertisers. At no cost to them, um, the concept was floated that he would uh, take these editions, hand them all out at the show, and then uh, would ring each of the advertisers back the following month to see whether there had been any uh, response to their ads. 
And of course, um, on those return phone calls, uh, the, the results are very, very positive. And in December of that year, he produced what we call um, edition number one. So um, still unpaid, uh, still with no revenues, but uh, a second edition that would actually ta- it would take to the market based on the CASA register, actually, which is uh, what we still use to um, to circulate. So we've kept the uh, the business through to its initial course. We've been very, very careful not to divert. Uh, despite all of the options that you, you have and all of the uh, propositions that come to you, we've decided to keep it um, as pure as we possibly could uh, to the original product uh, back in 1988. But obviously realising that, um, you know, we've got to make changes, we've got to be um, a bit more integrated in our offer. And in uh, 1996, we decided to uh, float um a website product, which is a very, very basic product at that stage, which was designed to complement the paper so that uh, if you advertise in the publication, you would also get a free listing on the internet. Again, since 96, uh, all the way through to, to now, we've um, kept that proposition the same, but we've looked long and hard about um, how good the relationship is with our print readers, uh, knowing that uh, we have now double the digital readership that we do have of the print. We knew that we had to uh, create a, a closer bond with um, the internet and also uh, our digital viewers uh, whom we don't know so well because we don't have a register, we don't have a, um, a point of connection with those people being in their craft. We just know them as users, if you like, or viewers. So uh, in the last uh, five years or so, I've worked pretty hard to try to understand uh, what it might be that we could offer those 22, 23,000 people that view our website every month that would uh, develop a closer connection with them. So where we are now and what we're about to launch, I guess, is a product of six years of research, but we're really close now to launching a um, an augmented uh, value proposition, which we, we're very, very happy for you guys to be involved with. I think we, we see your little uh, piece as being really, really important, and we want to develop that relationship with you guys and uh, take it as far as we can. Most importantly, I guess, the advantage that we have over others is that we have ultimate connections or the closest possible connections with some of the most clever people in the aviation industry. Uh, people with uh, ultimate expertise we can actually call on to uh, do exactly what we're doing tonight, I guess, and that is uh, to have a talk about aviation, uh, talk about uh, expertise, um, and in the future uh, perhaps have... Uh, or extend the, the product to our webinars where we can actually bring in experts to present on uh, various aspects of aviation. Might be aircraft valuation, might be finance, might be insurance, maintenance, it could be anything. But uh, we can actually call, we realise, you know, the importance or the value of what we've done over the last 20 or 30 years is to develop strong relationships with some of the most clever people in the industry. And we think we can now call on those people to uh, help us develop the relationship with our, with our um, internet viewers. So, yeah, that's that's us in a nutshell, guys, yeah. People would see you out there uh, a lot, uh, Tony, you're having that relationship. You talk about starting at uh, at an air show back in 1988, and uh, most of our listeners who get around the air show circuit would know that yourself, an aviation trader, has always been very supportive of the industry, and you get around to a lot of trade events and, and mix with a lot of, uh, you know, uh, suppliers and all that sort of stuff, but also, um, I guess, customers. Yeah, we do that, and, and I... Now, my proposition when I go to an air show is not to try and sell advertising space. That's what I'm not there for. What I'm there for is to um, to show support not only to the industry but to our advertisers who might be in attendance, but also, most importantly, to 
to meet as many of our readers as we can because, you know, we work in uh, regional New South Wales. We're a little bit um, isolated, I guess, in some respects. But the op- any opportunity that I have to uh, to head off to a forum, if you like, that might introduce me uh, face-to-face with some of the readers uh, that we have and have had for so many years is, is what really motiva- motivates me there. I, I don't want to ever think that I've uh, missed an event that was there to promote aviation because that's really what we do. Um, I guess, uh, selfishly, I, I also want to make sure that uh, nothing goes missing. So if I didn't go to an air show, I'd all be, always be worrying, I guess, about what might have happened there. <laughs> <laughs> so I have to be there, basically. But I'm not there um, in a commercial sense. I'm there to promote the industry and also to promote the connection with our readers. So, and hopefully that works, and I think it does, yeah. It, it certainly seems to, mate, because uh, whenever I see you at an air show or an aviation event, you do seem to be quite busy catching up with a lot of people. <laughs> you do that, yeah, you do that, um, <laughs> and it's a pleasure to do that. Actually, it's really, it's really great, and uh, it's good to see you guys too around the place. We can't get to every show, um, and I guess one of our propositions in the future is to make sure that whatever show it is, whether it be a, a local aero club uh, fly-in or a major air show, that we get the story from the event afterwards. And I think that's that's one of the big things that I think is missing at the moment is uh, the wrap-up from uh, some of these really, really great regional events. Perhaps they go um, unseen. They're always successful because uh, when we have these events advertised in the paper, I generally give the uh, the organisers a ring you know, on the Monday morning after the event and they're all exhausted and uh, don't really <laughs> talk, but, uh, which I can understand. But um, not, not one of them has told me that, that they haven't been ultimately successful in these little things. And it, it can be Avalon or it can be Rototech, you know, it can be... Um, it can be the Armadale Aero Club, you know, it's it's uh, it's all one and the same. And uh, for me, um, just the concept of um, promoting aviation, whether it be uh, in a large-scale sense or just a small one, is uh, is equally important. So what we what we don't get, I think, uh, as much as I've really wanted it to happen, is the uh, is the report that comes out subsequently to see um, and show how successful these events were, because I think that helps. The organisers, bless their hearts, who probably don't want me talking to them on Monday morning saying, hey, what's it? You know, let's make it bigger next year and uh, how can we help more, you know, uh, what should we do? Because they're exhausted. But, yeah. but I think if we can get guys like yourself on the ground, we've also got the benefit of having Ian Barraclough on board now, who um, is, of course, the author of The Pilot's Guide, who um, is now retired and is happy to fly to any air show that uh, we want him to fly to and um, give us a bit of a brief. Might be a blog. Uh, might be a little report, but we want to build on that, and I think that's that's uh, a really really important part of the website that we want to push. Tony, just briefly, yeah, of course, um, you know one of the key parts of Aviation Trader is always um, you know listing aircraft that are for sale. We came through a period a few years ago, of course, uh, listeners in Australia would know where the dollar was at parity with the greenback, and we were seeing a lot of imports of uh, American aircraft uh, into Australia. Of course, now the dollar is not that way. So how has that changed, Ads, with that flood of aircraft coming in at that time? Has that changed the market at all, or how is it looking at the moment? Yeah, it has, and it, it has. So it, um, it comes and goes. You know, we, we, um, uh, we feel the, um, the effect of changes or, or volatility, in, volatility in the exchange rates absolutely directly. No, no delay, believe me. We can have a, a drop in the Australian dollar and we'll see a a different mix of uh, aircraft for sale. Um, it's interesting, if you if you go back to uh, the early, early days of the website, and I think this is an, a bit of an important stat, 50% of our web traffic came from the US, and that was when the dollar was down around 50, you know, sort of, and, and even below at times, 50, 52, 60 cents. 
Um, it was a really, really, really good time for um, US buyers to hit the Australian market and, and um, grab a bit of a bargain, if you like. Uh, then we've been past parity, um, and we've seen the whole thing turn around. Now that it's, uh, but uh, having said that, the clever people engaged in the industry will be able to work both sides of the equation. I won't mention names, <laughs> but um, you quite often see a flow. Um, a flow out of Australia uh, when the dollar is um, competitive, and then uh, when it's uh, a parity, you see a flow back in. So, and that's that's been driven by uh, people in the industry that really know the game. We're at a um, an interesting time now, I guess, with the dollar sliding back down to uh, what you might want to call competitive in terms of uh, exports. I, I can't say I've seen a mass exodus of aircraft to the US, but I certainly know it's happening. Um, yeah, so it's, it swings and roundabouts really. I don't think it's had a great deal of impact on the number of aircraft that move, but I think the direction of the movement is is what is noticeable when you have variations in the in the rate of exchange. Um, rem- remembering too that um, the GFC really really had a big effect of, uh, on aviation in the US, and I, I I think that they're really still coming out of it. So uh, for quite some time, even though the dollar may have been uh, competitive, I just don't think the wealth was there to capitalise on that. I think it's beginning to come back very, very slowly now. But we've felt that effect too. And I think um, if you go back to look at where we were around about uh, the GFC, we lost quite a bit of advertising. And that advertising has been very, very hard to get back. It's not as if it just came back sort of when everyone said, OK, we've, we're through it. It stayed low and it's it's, it's still basically at uh, pre-GFC levels. So it was a big hit to the industry. And, and I guess we're looking at um, discretionary spending and we're looking also at, a, at an ageing demographic and a new generation coming through, hopefully, that will be able to afford to uh, participate in aviation in a big way. But there's been quite a delay and there's been quite a, you know, sort of a, a serious uh, change to the dynamic caused by the GFC and we're still feeling that. Just touching on uh, one of the points you made there about uh, the demographic uh, ageing and an ageing population is, uh, you know, it's not unique to Australia, is it? It's something that we see... Uh, all around the world, but uh, one of the things that Grant and I have always been passionate about is uh, promoting it to you know to the younger generations coming up at uh, general aviation. So yep. that's uh, something that uh, through this podcast now we're going to be very keen to uh, engage in again. Yeah, totally so. And the one of the drivers of the um, of our investment investment in the new website is to is to engage with um, a new generation of of aviators that uh, might look at us as being a little bit. Um, traditional in, in the way we we operate but what we're really trying to do with this with this um, investment is to demonstrate that we can be both and it's very interesting when you uh, the people's approach to print is uh, is about as volatile as the US dollar actually <laughs> um, we, we have our ups and downs but there's a very very strong swing back to print now because of its credibility and because of its integrity and, and its honesty. And even though we're beginning to engage with the young generations who are um, digitally sort of focused, uh, not so much in print, you'd be surprised when, and I always ask this, particularly at Avalon actually, when I'm down there, um, always ask which uh, the, which they would prefer to get, you know, thinking that um, they're going to say, oh, well, just uh, give me something I can look at, look at on my phone or uh, I'll take the digital edition things. Actually, don't say that. No one has ever said that to me. They've all said, I'll have both things. <laughs> <laughs> um, so 
for us, you know, whereas we could be um, worrying desperately about that transition, um, even though we've got ourselves pretty well covered. Revenue is still very, very hard to generate out of digital publication, but that's another challenge that we've got to look at. We we feel more confident now that um, the traditional product can stand the test of time if it's augmented and if it's if it's powered up by um, digital support. It's interesting, uh, you know, we can, uh, if you can um, imagine uh, me ringing one of my foundation advertisers, it might be Heliflyder, it might be Heliviz or uh, even Hawker Pacific uh, or, or the brokers like Bob Douglas or uh, Brian Jones. They'll generally tell you that um, the phone starts ringing when the print edition has been circulated. So we get that traditional view, but then uh, we can convert the sale of an aircraft on the website within 24 hours. So both the mediums are working and that's how we want to take the business forward. The side of the website that you guys will be involved in and the one that we're most interested in is is something that's going to add a lot more power to that traditional relationship. It's using new digital methods to broaden the appeal of the publication and all of it, all it stands for. And that's what I'm really most excited about. Well, we're really excited to be in, uh, involved in it too, Tony. I know uh, listeners should know that yeah. we've been discussing this concept for several years, uh, the three of us. <laughs> I'm really excited. I, we, uh... I know. <laughs> and I do, I do remember a conversation that we had. I'm sitting in the same room as uh, the initial interview that we made. It must have been three years ago. <laughs> I, can tell you, yeah. I can tell you that the mobile reception is slightly better, but not much. But, yeah. Um, yeah. But anyway, um, we're obviously really, really happy you know, to have you guys on board. And I, I can see us talking and engaging a lot more in the future. I think we're looking here at podcasts, but I do want you to be involved in, in the webinar side of things. And more importantly, I do want to get involved in um, back in the Southern Cross Media camp, if you like. That band's got to come back together as well because, you know, I really want live coverage at, at, at airfields and air shows. We ought to broadcast live, and I, I, I know we did that a, a couple of years ago at uh, Wings Over El War. It was awesome. And that was, um, you know, the first foray into uh, into live broadcasting through through Facebook. So I thought, it was, I thought it was a wonderful thing. And, in fact, I was quite kind of glued to it. I was, I was actually, <laughs> actually at the band and... Uh, should have been uh, saying good day to to, uh, to passers by, but I was actually watching him. Watching the live. <laughs> it was, um, it yeah, was great, give, you know. And, uh, we should give credit to the guy that came I think, that. I, I think, who that was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I mean, that's where we're at now. We can do that now. So mm. why not? I'm more interested in getting the technology out there so that people can experience more about aviation. They can guarantee they, if they can't get to a show like me or otherwise, that they can still be there. And I, and I think that's just good for aviation. And I think, it'll, I think you know, what we need to do now is um, we need to grow this thing, you know. Um, yep. We need to grow our, our industry. We need to get it back on the rails. We need to get positive about things. And we need to um, present, you know, what we've got um, in the best possible light. And it's amazing, you know, even uh, down at Cessnock, uh, last year at Air Venture, I, I met some people there that that fell in love with aviation in an afternoon, and it was just it was simple, you know, it was it wasn't a difficult transaction. It was just I, I want this, I want my son, I want my daughter involved in this. How long has this been going on, you know? So we can take that sort of um, we can take that sort of power and that sort of passion and deliver it uh, on on behalf of some of the smaller aero clubs and uh, the regional events 
that happen almost every weekend now, then there's a big future for that too. And I think um, you know, advertisers will come on board in due course and just say, I like that. You know? I want to be involved yep. in that. Well, Tony, we're really excited to be involved uh, again with the website and uh, we're sure we're going to catch up and talk to you many times in the future and uh, some of the advertisers uh, with the Aviation Trader and uh, we'll look forward to talking to you again in the future. Yeah, absolutely, and, and uh, I certainly look forward to it. And uh, the more you can get involved in this, uh, the more that you can... Uh, believe in it, uh, the better it'll be for everybody and I'm really looking forward to it guys and I'd like to say thanks for the opportunity and also thanks for all of that hard work you've done uh, I know it hasn't been easy in the in the past in presenting aviation uh, the way you have and uh, like it's now time for you to just kick back and just enjoy you know, what I know is a passion for aviation with you two guys and, uh, and your team and if we can be part of that then we're really, really happy so onward and upward Tony Shaw there, Grant, the business manager for the uh, Aviation Trader. And uh, I tell you what, um, he has been around a very long time, as he mentioned there. And, uh, you know, there's always such a great presence from this magazine. No matter where you go to any, uh, well, you and I do a lot of uh, air show commentary up and down the east coast of Australia. And I can tell you, we bump into Tony at every one of those events. We certainly do, mate. And he's, like I said during the interview, he's always very busy catching up with people, uh, having discussions and talking about what's what's on with aviation in Australia. He's really got his finger on the pulse there. Uh, so it's great that he's willing to uh, push out into this new venture with audio. Now, we're going to be talking uh, a lot to a lot of the people who uh, advertise on the website here and uh, people that support Aviation Trader, Who uh, and through doing that, of course, they support the industry. If you'd like to get in contact with uh, the team there at Aviation Trader, you can give them a call on one 76 And, of course, the website is aviationtrader.com.au. Get on board, uh, support them. Aviation Trader have done a, a great amount of work over many, many years now supporting the local aviation industry here in Australia. And uh, I think as Tony mentioned there, um, you know, Grant, they're looking at uh, expanding it and making it a more global product. Certainly are, and we're really happy to be coming along for the ride. So we're looking forward to uh, doing what we used to do, which is chat to people all around the world about uh, some amazing aviation stories and events and and uh, bringing those to you. Well, we'll sign off here. Thanks very much for uh, tuning into this very first episode of Airwaves, the, uh, the new podcast here at Aviation Trader. It's been great fun getting back into the studio and uh, dust, getting all the dust off this microphone, Grant. I'm sure your uh, yours is equally dusty, but uh, we'll, we'll certainly uh, won't let that happen again. And uh, we'll be looking forward to getting back into the uh, podcast sphere here in aviation and talking to you again real soon. Airwaves is the official podcast of Aviation Trader and part of the publication's comprehensive array of digital content. If you're passionate about aviation, stay connected at aviationtrader.com.au for the latest podcasts, news, blogs and more.